Welcome back to, once again, the Unnamed Podcast with uh, my co-host wanted to start calling one another, like, host and shit. So, with your host, J-Rod. And um, what's your name today? So, it's your boy Zero, but today I will be known as the Easter Bunny. Which, I guess it's all in good faith of it being Good Friday and what, Easter Sunday, right? We could go that route, but the Easter Bunny has been one of my <laughs> self-proclaimed nicknames for years. But the fact that it is Easter Sunday coming up, it just so happens to be a fe- match with the wait, festivities. Wait, 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 back up. A self, oh, self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed. Okay, yes, I, for a second, I thought like you garnered this nickname over the course of your life, which I was really interested to find out why people were calling you the Easter Bunny. <laughs> but, but never mind. We All could right. go that route, bro. No. But has anyone else called you the Easter Bunny? No, but after okay. this, they probably will start. I, I hope so. I hope your friends will start calling you the Easter Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> anyway, so it's still unnamed. Um, one, because I'm lazy and I should have probably set up a survey like my co host, the Easter Bunny, did last week. Um, he, he got a generous. Um, survey general survey results with a total of 13 13 <laughs> honestly bro you had no faith in this though i'm sure you probably thought this was gonna be the low single digits yo no i thought i thought around high thought, single digits i actually thought um higher i thought it was gonna be in the 20s really i gave you more credit than <laughs> maybe it was a bad time of the day you know how the stories go uh you know what bro <laughs> It's up for it was up for the whole twenty four hours. I will say this: I want to take this time though to say to all the people, for not just for me but in general, if you view an Instagram story of someone that you're friends with, and there's a poll, please just vote on the poll. He's so butthurt right now. Because bro, thirteen people voted, He's so but like butthurt. like forty something people viewed it. It's like I'm not gonna think any type of thing. I'm literally just asking a question. So, I want to shout out all 13 of these people who actually gave me a response. But for the rest of y'all, yo, just give me an answer next time. You made him so mad. You have no idea. I'm not even upset, bro. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> a little bit. I was just expecting... More. Bro, it's like, so you're viewing mad. the story. I always take it upon myself to vote. It could be a someone I haven't talked to in a while. But if I view your story and I see a poll on there, I'm voting for whatever it is. You could think whatever you want, but I'm casting my vote. So next time, if you view my story and I have a poll up there, please just respond. But <clears throat> with that being said, we got 13 votes, like you just said. 13. And uh, just to give you guys a reminder, the two finalists for the names that we had chosen were Kick It Back. KIB. And Pass the Vibes. PTV. It was pretty much down the middle. Six people voted for Kick It Back, seven for Past the Vibes. I'm cool with both of them, but yeah. as the creator, as, and the this, creator. as this being your brainchild, it's, like, it's only fitting that you make the final decision. Yeah, I mean, and this is why I, I, I said that I was just being lazy. I, I definitely should have put up a, a poll the same day you did, but I was like, nah, he'll be fine. <laughs> but then I doubled, I doubled, you know, what am I trying to say? I double thought it. What? Whatever. I thought about it over the week, and I was like, shit, I probably should have <clears throat> did the same thing, and then we would have gotten more. Well, we would have gotten some of the same, because we have some of the same friends on uh, Instagram, but right. I'll just take that into account when I post it, 
in the next five minutes. Yeah, I'm going to do it right now. But <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do it. Uh, so it's between kick it back, pass the vibes. I personally was uh, leaning towards why did I open Instagram? It's, yeah, I'm not going to post right now. Yeah, do that after the show. Yeah, no, yeah. I just, it, right when it opened up, Megan Batum popped up. I'm like, God damn oh it. I God. got distracted right away. As we learned I'm in a the huge, last episode. I'm a huge stan. No, we didn't learn last episode. Yeah, time. we did. We I didn't say we, it. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't You didn't actually reveal it. I'll just say it. I'm a huge, huge fan of Megan Batum. She's right behind LMA in the rankings. Right behind? Yes. Those are two different rankings. That's like the whole Georgia Smith LMA debate that we had. That's it, two different people. Everyone's behind LMA in the Whatever. rankings. Whatever. All right, pause. <laughs> everyone's behind LMA. Everyone's behind LMA. <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, you know, he's going to put the, the poll up, and hopefully by episode three. No, definitely no. by episode three. Yes, I will have a intro to a podcast that has a name and i'll probably most likely start you know the instagram page or whatever or in a twitter maybe and i'll follow i'll follow those here and there i won't be like super into it because i mean yes this is something that i like to do but it's definitely going to be a just a little hobby yeah bro this this is right now is a hobby as a way just to have some conversation bring the people during these times man yeah, lockdown yeah. life yeah yeah all right so we are currently on lockdown we're quarantining quarantine 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 shout out to tory lanes i'm not i can't remember if we shouted him out last time but that quarantine radio is highly entertaining they put my man on lockdown bro you heard about that yeah they they um <clears throat> they shut down his instagram for but one they, day but then, then they he... brought him back Oh, but I thought he created another Instagram and so, then broke like a record. Like he got twenty seven thousand so, dollars. So, in so a what minute. happened was that obviously the growth of quarantine radio has been so monumental. All the big celebrities checking in on it. All the followers checking in on it. So, for those of you who are unfamiliar, right now during these times, Tory Lanez started a IG live called Quarantine Radio, <laughs> um, and their main thing is that they do a twerk contest. So he'll go on and request random girls that are on the live to pretty much just go on and twerk. And then it leads into the milk challenge. This just shows how Shades is, how the Easter Bunny's feed works. I don't, I don't look at this stuff. Bro, it's highly entertaining. There's nothing <laughs> no, no, I've seen clips. Yeah, I've so, definitely seen clips. It's, it's fucking hilarious. So he'll get on, the girl will twerk for 10 seconds or whatever. Then they'll normally ask if they have milk. And then they'll proceed to pour the milk on their ass while twerking and do other types of yeah i didn't see that what the fuck yeah so (laughs) so pretty much what ended up happening was they were in the middle of the twerkathon jesus and there was this one girl i cannot remember her name doesn't matter but she had a giant gummy worm right i'm scared to hear where this is gonna go bro a female with a giant gummy worm you already know what she was doing that was it. Okay. That, yeah. So, yeah, that's so, that seems like a good summation of his quarantine radio, which I have only seen clips of. I haven't seen the milk or the so, gummy worm. <laughs> the so, so, the gummy worm was a little bit, like, that was a little unique. That's, more, most that's times it's just twerking. It's X-rated. But pretty much, they say that it was because of that, that Instagram radio got banned. The owner of the head CEO of Instagram was yeah. on the live, and he said it was because of nudity. 
Uh, Probably. Yeah. So there were a bunch of different factors. Long was, story short, yeah. they deactivated his account. Well, they didn't deactivate it. They stopped him from going live on his account. Mm-hmm. He made another page called Quarantine Radio, tried yeah. going live on that, and they shut that down. Yeah. Uh, he was shut down from live for a day, but they brought him back after one-day hiatus. The people needed it. The people were feeding for it. <laughs> the people. And Quarantine Radio is still going strong, bro. Shout out oh. to Tory Lanez for keeping all of us entertained during sure. these lockdown times. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, hold on, so, uh, I'll, you know, well, since we're on the topic, what? I also got to shout this out. I haven't watched any of these lives, but have you been watching any of the producer battles or rapper battles on YouTube? I haven't seen, I've been seeing things on Tidal. I know that, yeah, it's very, very hipster, <laughs> Tidal. Um, One of the few Tidal Yeah, I feel like there. everyone who I talk to, they're like, what do you, do you have Spotify? I'm like, nah, Apple Music. Apple nah. Music. I got. I have title. I've been supporting since the beginning. Yeah, true hipster. Whatever. I don't care. I li- I like the platform, but um, <clears throat> they've been having these. The, the, the similar. That's what I thought it derived from. I thought it came. And maybe from, maybe it did. I thought it came from title because I saw the uh, there was one of the dream, and um, Tricky Stewart. No, no, no. no. Uh, Sean Garrett. Yeah, it yeah. was the dream and Sean Garrett, and then the most recent one I saw it was T Pain against. Uh, was it Lil, Lil John? John? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, so it is coming from the same place. So yeah, I think I don't know if Title is getting it from YouTube or YouTube is getting it from Title. I don't know. But so the origin of it is actually on IG Live. Oh, okay. I didn't so know. um, I think now I, I'm still getting into it. I watched a few of them this past week, but I think the original one was Swiss Beats and Timberlands. Yes, which yes. I need to watch. I downloaded. I downloaded that playlist. Yeah, Title created a playlist. That's where I first saw it. They created a playlist off of the Swiss Beats versus Timberland. Mm-hmm. Which probably top three producers for me in the past two decades, like both very prominent. I would have to go Timbaland, Swiss Beats, Pharrell. Those are my top three of the decade. Yes, Kanye West is not in that top three. He is maybe top five. Yeah, I would say top five. Top three: Pharrell, <clears throat> Timbaland, Swiss Beats. I'm not mad at that list. Yeah, but um, so I I know like Hot ninety seven. They actually like used to do this on their YouTube page as well. Like years ago, they would bring in. I think I'm not sure how often they do it. I haven't seen any of the videos, but it pops up on recommended. Sometimes they'll be doing producer battles. But I believe like this wave of it started with Swiss and Timberland, mm-hmm. yeah, and them the just going one. back and forth. So yeah. then after that battle, they became like the official promoters, I guess you could say, and they've been bringing other people in. So they had mm-hmm. Hit Boy versus Boy Wonder. They had oh, that's a, a good one, bro. I tried looking for that on YouTube. They only had like twenty minutes of it. Damn. I want to watch the Wait, whole thing. So, so it's a video. So, so it's like, and they're actually going back and forth at right. their home studios. Yeah. So Holy it's like, shit. it's like one of them is on Instagram Live, right? Mm-hmm. They go on their live page. Then they request to uh for someone else to join because you could have two people. Yeah, on yeah, live. the split screen. Yeah. yeah. So they'll request the other person, and then everyone pretty much gets to view it. They'll be at their home studios, at their homes, wherever, mm-hmm. and then they'll pull up a laptop, and then they'll just go back and forth playing songs mm-hmm. or beats that they made. So, yeah. for example, Swiss Beats would play "Party Up" by DMX, mm-hmm. right? I, he made, I think he made that, right? Probably, most likely. I mean, he was. Or, like, let's say he'll make a, a, he'll play a DMX joint. Yeah. He'll play the song for like, I think the rule is up to a minute and thirty seconds, sometimes less. But the most you can play is a minute and 30 Yo, seconds. I gotta look at this video. So that'll be like his first one, right? Yeah. So then Timbaland will respond with the joint he produced. So he might play like an Aaliyah joint. Mm. And then Swiss will come with another one. And they'll do 20 songs, 20 joints. And they'll pretty much, uh, they pretty much scored the rounds. 
I'm not sure who scored their round, but with everyone else, they've become the official judges and oh, the so promoters of this too. Now they're the official yeah. judges. So and, and, first. and it's crazy because it's like everyone tunes in. Like you see all the celebrities, aside from all the people in the comments, it's mm-hmm. just very entertaining, bro. Yeah. But uh, I wanted to watch more of that hit boy versus boy wonder. That sounds crazy. Boy wonder, boy wonder just, has so many. Bro, he's Drake's producer. Heat. Yeah, I almost said heats. <laughs> so many hits. Yeah, with Drake. Yeah. But I mean, Drake's main boy is uh, forty. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Boy Wonder has has fucking a catalog of hits with Drake. And then Hit Boy, he you know, he came through what, uh early twenty tens? Yeah, that's like, when he was that's when he was like working with Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, watch watch the throne, Kendrick. Yeah, well, yeah, watch, the throne, Kendrick. And now he's coming he fell off for a he little came bit, back. but now he's coming back. He has another he had uh Berserk. Was, Berserk, that was Hit Boy. He's actually gonna be the main producer of Big Sean's next album, Detroit Two. Big Sean said himself he's pretty much uh, the producer. Really? Yeah. I mean, the reason Hit Boy why, has heat, bro. So I'm, no, he does. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, just to to go to take it back eight years ago to when Detroit One dropped, his main producer, uh, Eighty Eight Keys, or not Eighty Eight Keys, Key, Key, Key Wayne. Wayne, Key yeah. Wayne, Key Wayne's just like that dark production, and then that fed into dark, uh, dark, uh, dark, dark, Sky dark Sky Paradise. Yes, like sir. that's what. When you when you just said Hit Boys the main producer, I'm like, oh, man, I kind of got like I little got deflated a little bit because like I was like, oh man, is Key Wayne gonna be like the main producer again? It wouldn't pass me if he takes some Key Wayne beats or right. Key Wayne is like he 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 helps in you know with some of the beat production, but Key Wayne definitely made well along with along with Big Sean, but like he once once he found that rhythm with Key Wayne and then fed that over into Dark Sky Paradise, that's where. I feel like Dar, uh, Big Sean has been on that wave of just, you know, being real with himself. I don't know. Because, like, uh, this is taking a huge music turn, uh, like it always does. And I feel like every episode will Eventually have a, we'll will have a big theme. So, yeah, I, I guess it's just a side note. Every episode will have some kind of turn into a music theme. And so yeah, we're figuring out themes and whatnot, yada yada yada. We'll we'll get that solidified in a future a future episode. But anyway, with Big Sean, once I feel like he got off of that high of the first Detroit mixtape, that fed into um, Dark Side Paradise. No, no, it fed into Cold Hall Cold. of Fame. Yeah, you're remember right, that? You're yeah, right, Hall right. of Fame was yeah. the next year, and Hall of Fame didn't perform that well as like uh, as Finally Famous the album. But um, <clears throat> he still rode that Key Wayne wave and then like that very like dark, well not dark, but kind of like heavy, just bass and just you know more trap like music, and then that fed into him and kind of into like the, I don't know, kind of into the the direction that he's in right now. Like I felt like that was all like that Key Wayne turn because finally famous. I don't think Key Wayne produced any of those. He might have been on a joint know. or two. Maybe. Like, I mean, if I was to look it up, I mean, that would take a second. But I'm going to check it right now. Hold on. Finally Famous, the album. Let me just go to Wikipedia real quick. <laughs> Big Sean's one of my favorite rappers, by the way. He's uh, in my personal top five. He's number two. I feel like he's... Number two? Yeah. I, I put Cole as number one. Oh, okay. but I feel like Big Sean is extremely underrated, even after all he's accomplished. No one ever puts him in that category of like elite, no. elite no lyricisms. And I feel like he he's consistent enough and he's proven enough that he should be in that conversation. Nope. Yeah, nobody. Everyone. It's so funny. It's Kendrick, when, uh, Cole, Drake. That those are the three that everyone yeah, always mentions. No one. No one ever puts. Oh wow. 
Uh, yeah, there's always memes about uh, Big Sean whenever he drops a new single. It, like he was like, "Oh, have you heard that new like Big Sean?" And like, "Yo, shut the like shut the fuck up." And I'm like, "Haters, man." Same thing with Cole. Like they'll shit on Cole too. I'm like, "That's wild." I mean, but that's just a new genre of music being popular. You know the you know the, the trap sound, the trap, the little pumps, the little Uzi verts, little babies, the little babies, the babies. And that's not and that's not hating on them. Yeah. Oh no, I love yo little baby and the baby. I fucking love both of them. I hope they do a collab album. I hope that's a. They've, I hope that's a reality. It's bound to happen. That has point. to. They happen. have enough records. That has to happen. And now they've been jumping on records together, like the um the Life Is Good remix. I haven't heard that God, one. God, you suck. <laughs> See, this is why I'm going to start forcing those into good music. But anyway, back to the Big Sean, finally famous album. Key Wayne actually did produce a couple. Um, he produced the intro on the finally famous album. Great intro. Uh, la, la, la. Damn, that was the only one. That's <laughs> that was, it? Yeah, that was the only one. Well, he had to produce Memories then, right? Because isn't that the same? That's the same key as Memories, right? No ID. Um, no ID was the producer on uh, Memories. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, he was just the producers listed, one of the producers listed on the intro. And then when you go into Detroit, Detroit, um, just, yeah, the first track, Higher, which is my That's a classic for both of favorite us. track, bro. He did Higher. Woke he Up. Did, uh, he did, I'm up. Gonna Be. He didn't do Woke Up. Um. That's one wait, of my favorite tracks. Where's, where's Woke Up? That's young, five. that's Young Trap. Young, young Trap. Young Chop. Stupid. Young Chop. Yo, Young Chop's... God, I'm an idiot. Yo, yeah, Young, young Chop had... Lately, young bro. Chop has a couple... A couple on here. Don Cannon. I love Don Cannon. He's a classic. Uh, Key Wayne did uh, The Life Should Go On with Wale. Um, so I guess he was more of like the executive producer. But yeah, Key Wayne was... I feel like he, he rode that flow of Key Wayne's like production style into Hall of Fame and Dark Sky Paradise. Let me see how many joints he had with Key Wayne on Dark Side. That's this will be my last one. Hold on. Uh, intro. Nothing is stopping you, Key Wayne. Ten to ten to ten. That was Key Wayne. Oh, Travis Scott was on that too. On ten as to ten. Pro- as a producer, that makes well, sense because people, people forget that he was a producer first. No, he is a producer. Yeah. yeah. But before he was rapping, he was a producer. He was good music's producer. And people forget he's not mainly good music. He's Grand Hustle. I forget that all the time. People, he is grand. He is making T.I. money. <laughs> he is grand hustle, boy. Uh, beware. Lil, Lil Wayne Janae. He was, that was Key Wayne. First Chain. Oh, God. Of course, Key Wayne. Uh, it's Time. It was Jeezy. Uh, Key Wayne. World of Blaze. Key Wayne. And uh, Guap. Key Wayne. I like Guap more than a lot of people did. People, I liked Guap too. That was, was a nice was promo. A nice single. That was a nice promo single. I'll always remember though when he dropped that trailer, and he ended up dropping this before the album, like months before the album came out. Yeah. But that trailer with "Nothing Is Stopping You" playing. Yeah, where he's well, like, it's I like the little photo shoot. That. Yeah. yeah, that shit was dope. That's still one of my favorite like inspirational songs. Yeah. I love "Nothing Is Stopping You." But um, but yeah, bro, that uh, I'm looking forward to Detroit too. Like, no, I want to hear too. the sound. Me too. I want to see what he's doing. I mean, it's been three years. Yeah. It's been three. I, I feel can't like believe... this is going to be a great body of work, though. Yeah. Sean is pretty, has gotten to be pretty consistent. I'm biased because I am a fan. I've been a fan. Mm-hmm. But, like, that Dark Sky Paradise, I decided, like, those last two albums are both classics, in my opinion. They're both oh, really oh, good. Oh. So I'm looking for... The I, Detroit mixtape, too. Like I personally prefer Dark Sky over I Decided. 
I decided is I I do believe it is a classic. Um, but Dark Sky Paradise, that's just something that you're able to, you know, there wasn't it it wasn't a um a concept album like uh, I decided I decided right. you know was the whole concept of him being um kind of like reincarnated yeah, as, yeah. as a new as another person like he lived this life and now he has another chance to redo what he did <clears throat> in the past well in his in his past life but dark sky paradise that i feel was like just the mood dude it was just a fucking mood where every single joint was like either a banger or something where it was, it was very introspective where he was coming from the heart uh, and, and the top, he meant what, it. what was your favorite song on dark sky probably um paradise I used to be I used to be able to recite it word for word like when he would get uh, the extended version. Yeah. All gang like yo I used to be able to do that perfectly. That's a good one. Yeah, Paradise and then the one um Skyscrapers. Uh Skyscrapers is a great intro. The uh, obviously the one with Yay. All your fault. All your fault. You know when you So kind of on the R&B tip I really like play uh play no games. A yeah, because because of the sample. Because he's a '90s boy. He's everything is '90s, '90s, '90s. Well, not 90s, everything, 90s, bro. I just 90s, I have 90s, an appreciation 90s, for '90s, 90s R&B 90s. music. And when they flipped that guy sample, I was like, oh, this is a girl of virtue. Guys, yo, shout out to Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley, Ty Dolla Sign, he made that track too. He did. He Chris did. Breezy. He made that track too. The video was awesome. The whole oh Martin, yeah, the Martin, Martin theme. Yeah. See, 90s, 90s, 90s. <laughs> What's crazy? I've never even really watched Martin that. And much. you're fucking, you're crazy for not watching. I was a big Fresh Prince guy. Everybody obviously. was. Yeah. Family Matters. Yes. The Wayans Brothers. Yes. Um, Jamie Foxx show. Yes. Yo, he's not even black. <laughs> I'm, bro, I'm all about the culture, bro. Several all cultures. Of, several cultures. But like. Bro, we min- we all minorities, yes, bro. Yes, yes, dude. You know That's saying? crazy. Yeah, you just you literally named five, four all black shows. I mean, honestly, you weren't, no, a, you weren't a fan of Friends. <laughs> no, and that's not hating on Friends. I just never had interest to watch. It's it. not funny. Um, George Lopez show, bro. Yo, that, I actually liked the George because the the wife was fine. Bro, if we're being honest, all the women on that show were fine. Yeah, yeah, even the dog. I mean, yeah. the, when she became legal, Carmen, the, the, whatever, whoever played Carmen, yeah, was bad when she was legal. What's crazy is she wasn't even Hispanic, too. I think she was, like, some type of mixture of, like, uh, she was some type of European and all that. Uh, but uh, the wife was fine. Yeah, the wife, Angie. The cousin. The cousin. Uh, oh uh, bro, the cousin bro. was bad. Uh, what else? My Wife and Kids. Classic. Classic show. Were you ever into that? Wait, the da- Damon Wayne show, My Wife and Kids? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wait, uh, uh, I'll, uh, the chick from Tisha, Martin. Yeah, Tisha Campbell. Yeah. Tisha Campbell. Tisha. 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 Is Tisha. it Tisha? Tisha. It's Tisha. It is Tisha. Tisha Campbell. Um, what else? What was like, bro? I used to watch Girlfriends. I'm not even going front. That was a good show. Tracy Ross was bad. She still is bad. I like that show a lot. Steve so, Harvey show. Steve, yeah, underrated, honestly. It is, yeah, because it was on UPN. Bernie Mac show. <laughs> I didn't watch Bernie as much, but I I did enjoy the episodes I saw. Smart uh, guy, sister, sister. Yes, dude. Even Stevens. No. You never watched Even Stevens? Nope. I was a fan of that show. Not at all. Not nothing Disney ever really entertained me. See, except like, for That's a Raven. I like That's a Raven. That's a Raven was the only thing. <laughs> you weren't a Lizzie McGuire guy? Nope. I, I was. Hell no. It was all about Nickelodeon, dude. I love where this is going right now because I have a list. I'm gonna start with Zoe right. 101. Dude. 
I'm not Zoe? mad at that. What? I, 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 no, I'm not mad oh, at that. Oh, bro. I thought you said no, I never, no, no. I never saw it. No, I watched probably every episode of Zoe. Hell yeah, dude. Fucking. Oh, that was a great storytelling. They that did show. a, uh, like a reunion. Not some, like, well, on one of their IG stories, like they released like a reunion. Of, you I sure think... this wasn't Victorious that you're thinking Victor- of? That's, that's the one that had a reunion. They were on a Skype well, or no, something. Like I don't that. know. But no, I, I remember Zoe 101, I think the black guy, he, he did like a Instagram video or something where he posted it. And it was like everyone from um, uh, from Zoe 101. And it was crazy like to see what they looked like. Fuck it. What is this, like 15 years later now or more? Probably Damn. more. And then Victorious, obviously. Tell them why you be- love that show, bro. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, this is where my infatuation. No. My early infatuation began with uh, Ariana Grande. I mean, the red hair. Like, there's something about that red hair that just, I was just just mesmerized by and then yeah she played like the ditzy role but then when they had that one episode where she wasn't allowed to talk uh because she was sick or something like that and then in real uh, life or in the show no she was sick in the show and they were like she was uh i think it was i forget the the uh the nerdy guy's name which they're actually still friends in real life too i see i never Um, watched victoria i watched every single episode so i think it's on netflix or hulu i might go through that (laughs) lockdown lockdown but I might go quarantine, back quarantine. quarantine, quarantine. I might go back through that. But yeah, it was an episode. She was sick. I forgot his name. It makes me seem like not a fan, but I, could, but I forgot his name. And he was telling people, "Oh yeah, she she's, she can't talk. Like she has a really bad like throat infection or some shit like that." And then at the end of the episode, she's uh, they were um, I think they were doing like some kind of a competition, and uh, Victoria Justice was like. She's like, oh no, like you, you, you're not allowed to talk. And then all of a sudden, she just like belts out this like, but I can see. And then like I'm like, whoa, like had no idea that was gonna come out of her. Like, cause they, you know, they 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 showed her off as like just like this ditzy girl who, not as like she had like vocal talent. Even though the whole premise of the show was like they were out of school for for arts and music and shit like that too. But once she showed off that like vocal ability. I'm like, damn, dude. I remember thinking to myself, like, I don't know. When did that come out? Like, oh, oh that was like Victorious? late. Two, that was like Bro, late that was like 2011. Yeah, late 2000s. Okay. 2012. So, type. yeah. No, 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 no. It definitely wasn't around when I was in college. No, no. no. I, 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 I don't, looked that up real quick. But, um, yeah, I just remember when I heard Ariana Grande sing that little quick five second, five second clip. I was like, damn, if she ever blows up, like, I'm buying all her shit. And sure enough. What, what year? Uh, The first episode was March 27, 2010. Yeah. Final episode, February 2nd, 2013. Well, yeah, but I knew it wasn't starting when I was in, like, Rutgers. That's because I was watching. Yeah, you were way, still in college. Yeah, I was. it was way before, like, I I started Rutgers, though. Um, But, yeah, I just remember I was like, damn, dude, she, like gets it any type of big off of this shit, dude, I'm I'm going to be a huge fan. Now she's and a megastar. Dude, she's like one of the, probably the main voices of pop music, I would have to say. Uh, I would say so. This yeah. generation? Yeah. Even though I recently saw something saying that Dua Lipa. I'm not. Yeah, sure I, I listen. So this is what I do that you need to learn and you need to get into if you do this podcast with me. Um, she released an album two weeks ago or a week or a week ago. It doesn't matter. I don't know. Lockdown has you lose track of life. But anyway. Concur. <laughs> she dropped an album recently. 
and I was, you know, I've heard of Dua Lipa, I've heard her, her like radio hits or whatever, and um, yeah, I read an article, it was saying that she was like the new queen of pop, and I'm like, that's, that's highly debatable. Yeah. Hi, like, Ariana Grande put out two number one hits within like eight months of each other. From and, her debut, right? No, 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 no. Uh, 2018 going into 2019. So when she was with Pete Davidson, she released... Uh, Thank you, next. Sweetener. She released the album Sweetener. And then, you know, then she left Pete. Mac passed away. She was going through a lot of shit. And then Thank You Next dropped in October of 2018. And then uh, February, January, February of 2019, that's when she dropped Thank You Next. So literally, it was because she dropped Sweetener in like August of 2018. So just probably even shorter than that, it seems like. But yeah, two number one albums. She's primarily, in my opinion, a pop artist. I mean, she's She's not really R and B. She can sing R and B. Yeah. I mean, she has like great features in R like as an R and B artist. But yeah, saying that Dua Lipa is new queen of pop. She's gorgeous. Like she's like a model and everything too. Like, oh, you haven't seen, you don't know what Dua yeah, Lipa looks I'm like. I'm about to look her yeah, up. Yeah, he's right like, now. yeah, he's like, well, I got to see what you're <laughs> hyping her up, man. No, so. no, she's she, no, she's she was a model before she was uh, a, a singer. I believe she Middle Eastern or, or Eastern European descent. Yeah, she's she's foreign, um, but gorgeous. She, she's, she's pretty. Yeah, gorgeous, great vocals, but yeah, I just that's just highly debatable calling her the queen. But who I can't remember what article it was. It probably wasn't even like credible. <laughs> just reading that just made me think about all of the current female like pop artists, and I was like, no, nah, that's not possible. You can't be the queen of pop with the, the amount of female, female talent Rihanna. right now. Yeah, you know she dude. hasn't dropped lately. Beyonce, Rihanna. Beyonce, Rihanna. Dude, fucking Pink. Pink, Pink a, yeah. Dude, Pink. Uh, Mariah Carey. Well, no, Mariah She's Carey's more vintage at this point. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Ariana Grande. Uh, what's her face? Um, the fake Rihanna. What's her name? Um, <laughs> she looks just like Rihanna to me. Um, shit. I can't remember her name. Well, what's she's blonde. Uh, I don't know, but I know that she she looked like Rihanna at one point. Like she had like the red hair and everything. Oh my god, it's gonna. She, I, it doesn't matter. Fuck, it's gonna bug me. Ella May, a queen of pop. She's not pop. <laughs> hey, she's, are you joking? She's R and B, bro. But but like really. Oh, I was about to be like, are you serious? Bro, like you she's really, R and B really think, to the If you really core. think about it, though, right? Like tech, like this is what kind of what Tyler the Creator was saying in his Grammy speech. Like, isn't pop music just popular it's music? It's popular music. But like our perception of it, it has, it's like what the Backstreet Boys were, so or like I, what Ariana Grande is. Just like, like, oh, over here would be like Key One Hundred Two, yeah. right? If you have a song that's on Key One Hundred Two, which is a top forty station, yeah. then you're considered pop music. Pop. Like Maroon Five, would you? Pop. Could, yeah, pop. Very pop. Yeah. See, so yeah, pop. Obviously, it stems from popular music. And, but then, you know, everyone has their own perspective after that. And my opinion is that if it's super, like, catchy yeah, and purposefully catchy, like, thank you, next, 100% purposefully catchy. That's a catchy hook. Um, Girls Like You from Maroon 5. Catchy super hook. Super catchy. Um, and then, Shout out Maroon 5, by the way. Yeah, I'm Hits not, for days. I, I I'm, like a, the, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of like their like their early works. I used to really like that. And then, you know what? This is a random, random turn right now. I used to get Maroon 5 confused with Robin Thicke in the early days. You're tripping. <laughs> like early Robin Thicke. 
I used to get confused with Maroon 5. Because Robin Thicke's first track that I heard, um, it had, like, this crazy, like, violin sample. And he's like, and then the music video is him riding through, like, the streets of New York or some city. Is it magic? On, I don't, dude, I don't know. And I don't want to keep creating, like, dead air looking up shit. Yeah, yeah. But, um... It was it was just like na, 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 na. It's, it had that like that like that old is it like, dun, like, dun, 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 no it's like that classical classical sample of like Beethoven or some shit I don't know okay but he's like riding through the streets of like New York City he's like I'm a make it. it's something crazy but like I I fell in love with Robin Thicke back then he obviously hasn't put out anything too recent except for um, Blurred Lines I mean that was like his last like huge that was like hit. five years ago too six. 2015? 14. 2014? Or 13, actually. Seven, shit. Because, like, that's when... Because uh, I think Pharrell produced that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, See? See? Shout out to Pharrell. Top three, top three. But, um... Yeah, dude. Robin Thicke, Maroon 5. I used to get them confused for some reason. I don't know. I'm not being racist because they're both just white guys. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> Something like, about their sound at that time sounded the same. I don't know. The the tangent that we're going on is crazy right now. <laughs> Just it's usually started out with one and then you. it's usually music. It's always like like I said. I feel like this podcast is always going to veer off to, into some musical reference, which no, isn't a bad thing. Nah, of um, course. I mean, yeah, we can talk about like. Uh, but like, what you were saying though, with before uh, the whole you got into the whole Ariana Grande thing. Yeah. At some point, we, oh, we, the, what, what we're we need talking to about do, the shows. What yeah. we need to do is we need to get like a bracket or something and just do like a try and find like what the top TV show is. I'm no, sure, like, you can't do that. You have to do it from a certain era. You'd have to, yeah, you can't just say top TV shows. Like, dude, you know how many people like think like some show from like the 70s is way better than like, like something. good times or yeah, good times. Strokes. Yeah, it's, yeah, shit like Happy that. Happy days. Yeah, exactly. And then they can think that's way better than, you know, the Big Bang well, Theory. Well, this, this, this is our personal podcast. Because so the, could, we could the Big Bang Theory sucks ass. I personally never watched that show. Really. Don't watch it. I haven't watched... I really don't watch TV that much. Me neither. I watch YouTube and Netflix and Hulu. Yeah. I'm a big YouTube guy. I don't have Netflix I'm a huge Hulu loser. or anything. So. I'm a huge loser. I just sit and watch YouTube all day. We literally have YouTube, something just in queue right now on, on my TV. So That's on YouTube. To, to circle it back around, though, like yeah. since we're talking about since we were talking about things to do during quarantine. Oh, yeah, during bro, lockdown. Th- them lockdown. producer battles, bro. Yeah. Um, what I was saying was, like, yeah, Hit Boy and Boy Wonder went at it. I actually watched one of Tory Lanez and French Montana. Obviously, French smoked Tory. Uh, just out In of production? Long... No, they, they had, like, just uh, features slash their own songs. So, like, they have... The yeah, thing... French is, has way better features. The whole thing started out as producers, but now like it's, he... like, anyone. Yeah, I feel like French uh, has better songs. And he has longevity in the game, so he has all... Like, Tory was pulling random songs, album cuts from Chick's Tape, as fr- and French would just be dropping like, bro, Dude. he dropped Stay Scheming and um and the Hot Nigga remix back to back, and it's just like, damn, bro. And then and then, bro, he ended it by saying, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, so if, I guess I already started. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, it doesn't um, matter. It's entertaining at either way, bro. He got on. He's like, I put this for his last song. He's like, I challenged you like this one song. I'll put it up against your next three joints. Bro, he dropped Unforgettable with Sway Lee, and it was just like a monster record. He has to he has to remember if it wasn't Sway Lee on that, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the song it is. True, but that's still it still says French Montana featuring Sway. Yeah, Lee. yeah, he's lucky for that because the funny thing about that too, another like confusion that I had when I first heard Unforgettable, 
I remember just like hearing it in the distance. It might have been like at a store or in like a friend's car or something like that. I remember <clears throat> I was like, I was like, French Montana got a joint with the weekend. <laughs> I literally thought Sway Lee was the weekend at one point, but then I listened to. It, I'm like, oh, that's Sway Lee, and then that's when that's what really skyrocketed him into the into his sing well his R and B side of his talent because he can he can rap. Yeah, I've seen. Have you seen his um. Him and uh, Slim Jim's uh, freestyle, freestyle. Sway's five fingers. I did see that. I, he has a five fingers. He has a Westwood. They they have a Westwood one too. Tim Westwood TV. Yo, they got they go, dude. They they were, they were going for so long on the Westwood freestyle. Like they were sweating. Like they were going for like I, need I think to watch ten. That. It was like 10, 15 minutes. They were just going in, and that's what I love. Like they're authentic, because it. It really defined, well, for me, I really understood who they were, and it really made me realize that they understood who they were. Excuse me. When I saw the uh, the Five Fingers of Death, they knew that they weren't, like, just the, the regular, the run-of-the-mill, like, hip-hop rap artists. Like, they were party rappers. Like, they knew how to make a hit. Like, that's what they knew what, like, how, that's, the, they knew their lane. And, you know, it's like, I, I, I like... I like artists or artists since they're a group who understand like what they're good at and they don't try to like, you know, span out too crazy because I mean, artists can span out as much as they want to. I mean, that's just their artistic freedom. But when they were on that five fingers of death and they just, and, and, and so we had sway and sway was just throwing them beats and then they were just going in. I'm like, yo, I'm a legit fan of, of, of Ray Schremer right now. Cause obviously they had, um, you know, their one hit from 2014, Black Beatles. Um, oh, you no. talking about No Flex Zone? Yeah, No Flex Zone. And, uh, I, I listened to them from the start. No and, Flex Zone, and, No uh, Type. No Type. No Type was my shit. Come Getter. Come Getter, and then um, the one with Nicki Minaj and Young Thug. Yeah, they had that track. I forget that track. Bro, that whole... My, my boy Sir... The first, the first one. I, I like the first album better than the second one, and I like the third album better than the first one. Bro, my boy Serge always talks about that first album, and he's just like, every song on there is a banger. It's just kind like, of, yeah. Like you could play, like play that whole album yeah. at the club and keep the Dude, energy they had, like, going. They had tracks with like Big Sean on there too. Yeah, shit. yeah. It was crazy. Uh, but um, yeah. Now like Sway Lee is, <laughs> you know, they always make those jokes that like Sway Lee's gonna like break off, and I mean he's already doing his solo thing. He's not breaking away from Ray Shremmer. They'll still be a Ray Shremmer. Yeah. But I think that after the success of Unforgettable, he kind of found that sound. Dude, it was after like, the success of Black Beatles. That's where everyone started. Well, I'm talking about like the Afro beat type well, of thing that well that but I'm talking had. about people pulling Sway Lee for yeah, features yeah, yeah, yeah. because like they you know his hook on Black Beetle and the popularity of that song from like the, the mannequin challenge and shit like that pulled people to like well pulled artists to be like yo I'm gonna put Sway Lee on this track real quick but yeah but then the the type the exotic type beat yeah I feel like yeah it was unforgettable that really for sure pushed that <clears throat> That pushed that, you know, fucking through the wall. And now he's just like any type of like beat that sounds like fucking from the Caribbean. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. oh, is Sway on this? Like, yeah. thing that, like, they are calling them Afro beats. That's like the official terminology for them. Who the fuck? <laughs> That's what I've heard, bro. Afro beats. Afro beats. I think they have like a. Afro. Yeah. They have like that, <laughs> that island style influence. Yeah, see, like, I get like an island beat. I a think, Caribbean beat. I think also maybe like Afro. if you listen to like native African music, Afro. maybe they have them. I don't know. I'm not well versed in Me that. Me neither. Topic, That's why I think it's funny. Afro. 
What else? Yo, I saw a, a battle, bro. Between a rap battle? Nah, nah. A, oh. Another battle. It was like between Neo and Jonte Austin. Do you know who Jonte is? I mean, the name doesn't ring any bells, but I probably know something he's been on. He's, I mean, Neo's just going to trump that guy just because of his name. Nah, so, because no? Neo was also, before he got in the game he's as a producer. an artist, he as was a, a writer, producer, a songwriter. Producer, writer, yeah. Jonte Austin is a songwriter, too. So they were going back and forth with their hits. Bro, Jonte put, like, he was dropping all the hits from Mariah Carey's Emancipation of Mimi album. Whack. We Belong Together, Shake It Off, They uh, well, I mean, Don't that, Forget About that Us. That album is not whack, but that's whack how he only focused on one album. Uh, but he also did, uh, like, I didn't know he did certain songs. He dropped, uh... Poppin' by Chris Brown. I forgot all about that joint. From his debut album. Uh, that's a classic. He dropped Yo, Excuse Me, Miss. Uh, he did that one. He wrote that. I think he was actually the other dude singing on there. You know how there's probably. like... He might have been like a backup like, I don't backup know your vocals. name. but yeah. There are two voices on there singing, yeah. of course. I think he's the other yeah, one. Yeah, he probably did backup vocals. Uh, he did Bow Wow, Shorty Like Mine. So just a bunch of like that sound, bro. And then Neo, of course, dropping all his features, his hits. And like listening to both of them go back and forth. I was like, yo, I'm not going to lie. It kind of put me in my feelings a little bit. Oh, my God. Bro, I kind of, like, I'm you, very content where I'm at right you now. You are a little light-skinned, so it's fine. But I'll be like, yo, <laughs> I kind of wish I had a girl right now. Like, me and my ex used to drive around listening to 2000s R&B. And it brought me back to, like, that time. And then also, like, being back in high school. And it's just like, man. See, I, I get the high school thing. But don't don't get in the, the feelings of the ex. Yeah, no, 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 no. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm way past that. But I'm just saying, like... Certain times, there are things that will trigger your memory. So watching those and listening to that, those songs, I was just like... Dude, I just had like a whole, what, hour and a half conversation with you about you're my right, memories. You're right. <laughs> Bro, the people need authenticity and I'm just being authentic No, right that's now. fine. Yeah, but, There's um, so many different triggers for me that will just trigger random memories and I'm just like, God damn it. But, but yeah, if you get a chance, watch it. But no, what yeah, we, I definitely want to see those. What I want to see for sure... Is that T Pain Lil John one? I have not seen it I yet. I do, yeah. It's like a two hour so video. I bro. guess like, both of them have hits for days. Like they have a, a oh decade, just about a decade of hits. They're still putting both out stuff like not as no, not as, as frequent, but like yeah. T Pain is still on joints right now. T Pain's making a huge comeback in the past, since 2017 when he released uh, Oblivion. I love Oblivion, by the way. He's been like he like popping up everywhere. Like he was even featured uh, by Earth Gang on their um on their album Mirrorland. He was on the Tory, the when Tory. Tory, oh my God, the when fucking. He, he spun, I'm sprung. The, the Jerry, Jerry Sprunger. Sprunger. Yeah. Oh my, dude, I first heard that flying back from, flying back from Boston. And because everyone kept telling me, like, I listened to, I, I heard like the, the essential hits of Tory Lane. I was never a big fan of Tory Lane's. And then I said, it was a Friday. I was flying back and I was looking at the, the album's lit, the album, new, the suggested new album. So title suggested Tory Lane's Chicks Tape 5. And I'm like, all right. You know, he has like a good, a good pull. So I started listening to it. And then I get to that Jerry Sprunger. I'm like, he didn't just do that. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I kept putting that shit, on, I kept putting that shit on repeat. Yo, that's one of my, that's one of my workout. I feel like I was just really far from the microphone. <laughs> I kept putting that shit on on repeat. That's on my gym playlist, dude. I fucking love that track. And the fact that, like, you know, he he was going through all of those different tracks, you know, with the different samples, with the originators of the song. That was so that's tight. super respectful. And so it's like, you know, all of the stuff I heard about Tory Lanez in the past, you know, like his beefs and all this other shit. 
whatever. That's definitely a publicity stunt, like, in my opinion. I mean, he might legit have beefs with people. I don't know. But that, what he did on Chick's Tape 5 with all of those features, with the uh, with all of those samples of the songs that he did with the original makers of the songs, like, that was just super respectable. And, like, Chick's Tape 5 is, like, a, that's a banger for me. Like, I'll, I'll listen to that over and over again. But Jerry Springer, because 2004... Summer 2004, when that song came out. That was 05. Being... 05. Yes, it was 2005. Are we going to put money on this? Yes. See, we the, like the it. album came out, I believe. We no, it was this... 2005. It was 05. We do this a lot on music, music release years. So, what I'm going to need you to do. I have an impeccable memory. Bro. Easter I'm never Bunny. Wrong in this. Easter Bunny, what I'm going to need you to do so that there isn't any dead air right now is take out your phone and look up the release. Date, bro. I'm never, I'm ne- I don't think I've ever been wrong on dude, this. I, Every time dude, this happens, dude, just look up the release date of I'm Sprung. I'm Sprung. I, I am ninety five percent sure it was two thousand four. It was two thousand five. Look it up. So the album came out December six, two thousand five. I'm Sprung came out August 9th, two thousand five. Fuck you. At least I knew it was a summer. <laughs> <laughs> At least you got that right. I knew it was a de- it was a summer vibe. I was thirteen. I was fourteen at that time. Holy shit! And yeah, yeah you were probably fifteen. 14, I was fourteen. Fourteen. You were born ninety, right? I was born ninety. When's my birthday? October. October. 6th. So I was turning fifteen that year. Okay. Yeah, I got that win. Fuck oh, you. Whatever, bro. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, I just remember, you know, us playing it on our, uh, our our little fucking makeshift MP3 players where we can only hold, like, 10 songs. <laughs> it was, like, the maximum, the maximum, like, uh, space. That, that made was, the cut of the 10? That was, hell yeah, dude. Yo, it was to the point where when we would ball, we'd ball after, after school. We would, uh, like, three of us had PSPs at the time. Because PSP came out in 2005. You can't fuck with me on that date. I know that for a fact. Okay. Unless I'm you not want. disputing that. Okay. No, no. Yeah, the PSP came right. out in 05. And that had a lot more storage because you can buy, like, these little... There weren't SD cards. Like, PlayStation wanted to be really stingy and make their own version of a fucking SD card. So we would have to buy, like, the, the super hefty, like, 32 megabyte SD cards. And we would prop up our PSPs on the on the uh, basketball courts and play through the speakers and we didn't even have like i mean at that time there weren't like the bluetooth speakers at the time so we wouldn't be playing it just through like the tiny ass psp speakers all of like the bangers and one guilty pleasure banger that we used to always play and it's a shout out to my boy uh karan up in toronto um he used to always play nickelback (laughs) he was a huge what song um, there had to be one in particular. Fuck, dude. Um, Aren't, isn't Nickelback the... They're the hated. Yeah, they are all the memes about that. Everyone right? hates Nickelback, but wow, Nickelback. 2005, we used to bang Nickelback like there was no tomorrow. And All-American Rejects. I went through a pretty weird punk phase as a teenager. The Rejects had... All-American Rejects had like Move Along and... Move um, along. They had one... I can't see Dirty for, Little Secret. That dirty, was theirs, right? I, I'm, I'll I, keep you. you know, my I'm not dirty gonna lie. little I, I, I mess with that song. Yeah, I mess with that song. Dude, I Yeah, I had a big punk face where I wasn't trying to listen to rap me. I don't know why. <laughs> like I'm a huge hip hop 
huge hip hop fan, but early to mid 2000s, for some strange reason, I had a punk phase where you were painting your nails. Fuck you, dude. No, I wasn't. Are you kidding me? The fucking Spanish kid painting his nails? Dude, I would have got slapped. (laughs) Hell no. No. Ew. I'm just thinking about, like, my 13-year-old self right now with black fucking... No, dude. I would just have my little portable CD player. (laughs) And I would burn CDs. Yeah, this is stuff that isn't around anymore. But it's a vintage for our, vintage, our era. Dude, I wish I still had my fucking CD player. But anyway, my dad would help me burn CDs. And he knew about my little punk phase. Um, so he would, I would tell him the songs that I want downloaded. And we would use uh, the downloading site back then. Bear Share. Shout out to Bear Share. Rest in peace. I didn't use that Kaza bullshit. Or LimeWire. I didn't use LimeWire or, or Kaza. I or Kaza. Kaza. I said Kaza. Bro. Bro. <laughs> My whole family lived. We lived off Kazan. No, I lived off Bear Share. Bear Share. It was all about Bear Share. Anyway, he would he would rip off. Uh, he would uh, legally download right. those songs. Feds could be listening. <laughs> I don't care. He would rip those songs and put them on a CD for me, and it'd be like thirteen tracks. I still have a stack of CDs right behind you of burnable CDs, bro. It's just those, for those are empty. Yeah. Well, on the top are like video games, I think, but um, but all those CDs below it are burnable CDs that are still empty. Bro, the burn CD era. Just for nostalgic value. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I'll, I'll sometimes I'll look back at my. I still have my burn CDs, and like these are just joints. Like me and my boys used to just ride around and listen to. And I'm like, man, I kind of miss that phase. Even though obviously it's way more convenient with yeah. streaming and all yeah. that, but. Sometimes it's like just having those burn CDs. It's just like it does something. Just to yeah, pop yeah. that in the car or whatever. Dude, I used to sell them. <laughs> I, I had a side hustle in high school, where um, since not a lot of people had like the software to do it, and my dad he bought it and then he gave the software to me. Um, I would burn CDs all the time, and I would just charge five bucks. Uh, I think I can on the, some of these CDs. It was like 128 megabytes, which is wild. 120 megabytes doesn't fit shit. That probably can't even fit like two PowerPoint presentations. But anyway, um, I would just charge five bucks and you just tell me all of the songs you want. I would download them. Excuse me. And put them on a burn CD for you. And like, even if it went over, if it went over the, uh, like the limit, I would just send you a quick text and then you would, they would just let me know, like, oh, don't worry about that song. Wow. But, yeah, I would sell burn CDs. Do, do you remember what your biggest request was at the time? Um, Biggest artists at that time. See, I even have a a high school playlist. It's called the the Lenape. Shout out. To, you know what? No, don't shout out the Lenape. I didn't like that school. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about that school. Anyway, uh, it's called the Lenape playlist. And... It's a bunch of bangers from my days in high school and a little bit out of high school. So I can say my biggest, like the biggest artists that were requested at the time were... Pussycat Dolls. Shut the fuck up. No. They, they were popping during they that They were popping, but like, no, I didn't have... Oh, du- I know. It was, it was Justin Timberlake. No, he actually wasn't. So looking at all of these artists right now in this uh, playlist, it'd be T.I., Young Dro. Drove Yin Yang Twins, T Pain, 
the dream uh chingy mike jones three six three six three six mafia uh 50 cent akon Ludacris, chris brown uh, there was a little bit of DJ Khaled. He was like kind of popping after I left high school, but Fergie, Fergie was. I was huge. about to say Fergie. Fergie was huge towards the end end of my. Um, that bro, that one solo big, album she put out had hella hits. Dude, N- Nelly Furtado was another one. Oh, dude. Nelly! Oh my God, I don't have any Nelly Furtado on here. Oh my God, Timberland. Was, <laughs> speaking of Timberland, so you're talking about him earlier. Yeah. Bro, 2007 was an amazing year for him. Yeah. Produced all of Justin Timberlake's album. Nelly Furtado. He was. On he Nelly did Furtado's. his own. Yeah. Shock value. Yeah, dude, Fergie. Uh, this is one thing I'll never forget about Fergie. I had this computer class in high school. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, it was an early morning. Early. It was like the first period of the day. And our computer class, we would always have this radio that sat on top of like the teacher's computer. And every so, I don't. I think yeah. Not I think. I know she had the same fucking radio station on every morning. Because every morning they would play Big Girls Don't Cry and I would want to shoot myself. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I love Fergie. I love Fergie's classes. That song was definitely overplayed. It was but a little too Big slow Girls Don't Cry. I didn't want to hear that at seven in the morning. I didn't want to hear about I I don't care. After like the third play. Dude, and that's the thing. This radio station had it in rotation heavy. Yeah. That's what, like, I, there were probably some other really good pop songs at the time, but I can't remember them. I can only remember Big Girls Don't Cry, dude. But I can tell you this, the, uh, Fergalicious with Will I Am, yo, that was my fucking shit, dude. I was, a I, I like London Bridge. And I then, didn't. uh, Ludacris was didn't. on the remix, I believe. No. See, the one I like, so, next to Fergalicious was, um... Fuck. It Glamorous? Just, yes. It just fuck it. He might be it? on the remix to that one. No, I can't he's remember. just on it. He's just regularly oh, featured. All right. All right. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. Fabulous. No, I, I like London Bridge. Or Glamorous, Bridge. yeah. I, I like London Bridge, but Glamorous was. I hated Glamorous. No. Jesus Christ. You're getting my words mixed up. Every time I hated London Bridge, dude. I hated it. Because it was so, like. That the beat, beat The beat was dope, but I felt like her lyrics were, like, offbeat. Like. How come every time I come around my London, London birds are going down? London, London. <laughs> that was the only part I like. The London, London, London is going down. Like, that's the only thing I really like from this song. Polo the Don produced that. Bro, Polo dude, the Don's a forgotten Polo the Don, he's a forgotten <laughs> masterpiece, dude. Rich boy. <laughs> oh. Rich boy. Dude, I'm Bro, blowing throw, the speaker Throw some up. D's as one of the... Like one of the all-time great classics. Oh, Underrated. Oh. When we were talking about wait, obscure artists last wait, episode, wait, bro. Wait, wait. We actually Which didn't boy? talk. We actually didn't talk about obscure arts. We were talking about that before no, no, we started. No, no, no. We, we yeah, that was actually on the podcast. Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. It was. Excuse it was, my memory. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, bro. Rich boy, throw some D's. Throw some D's. But the the one my favorite is um, go go. Let's go get that paper, or uh, what is it called? I think that is Fuck. what it's called, isn't it? It's like that real deep song. And he's like, that wasn't a single though, was it? That, it wasn't. No, it was because they had a video, a music video, and everything. But Lego get that paper. I remember, uh, <laughs> good things don't last forever, baby. It's something about your girl. It was Carrie, the one with Carrie Hilson on it. Uh, yeah, that was also that was a yeah. 106 in Park. But were you, were you ever 106 in Park? No, nah, I didn't like 106 in Park. See, I watched that all I the time. I didn't watch it. Yeah, so. I don't know. 
I think I all I watched was MTV Jams. <laughs> I, I would watch the Jams. Yeah, it's now BET Jams, isn't it? Hmm? Isn't it now called BET Jams? I think BET bought the rights to the channel. To MTV Jams? Yeah, it's not, I, it hasn't been MTV Jams dude, in years. haven't had cable in oh, God okay. knows how long. <laughs> but MTV Jams was an essential, and we might dive into fucking... How, they, oh, shit, dude. We're at like almost an hour right now. Well, anyway, I'm just going to say, I'm, I'm going to leave it off. At, at we could the, tease. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah the, for the next one. But I can definitely say that MTV James was an essential function of me and my boys when we were like hitting our twenty, when we were hitting twenty one, even our early twenties, because there were some clubs that let let you in at eighteen. The pregame, but, but yo, essential for pregames. We would because my one uh, my one boy Dice, shout out Dice Art, um, his uh, his his stepdad had this glorious house. Still has a glorious house. But in this glorious house, he had a theater room. And so we would pregame. We would just, it was just essential that we pregamed at his place when he was back home for the summer. We would pregame there. And then we would just be pregaming in the theater room because there was a little mini bar there and we had like our shitty Everclear and pop off vodka. We were fucking degenerates. <laughs> We were so horrible with alcohol choices, but we didn't care. So we pregame in there, throw on MTV jams. I'll never forget Comcast cable channel one forty one or one forty two. Something yeah, it's, it's crazy. One forty two MTV jams. Just throw it on, and I'll never forget. We we used to always run into. Well, we used to always see the most was um uh, Hurricane Chris. A bay bay. A bay bay. A bay bay. Hey, baby, baby. That, yo, that was my boy Dicer's like fucking favorite song at one point. Another obscure rapper right there. Very, Her- yeah, Hurricane. dude. Do people still reference him? Bro, that was a monster. Yeah, hit, hey, baby. Now hey, when baby. I holla, hey, baby, I gotta get my groove on. So the, it's so yeah, the whole the, the whole snap snap dance. What, what were they calling it? The snap snap music. Yeah. The snap music. Yeah, the whole snap music movement was insane, dude. Franchise boys. Franchise boys. Hurricane Chris. D4L. Low boozy. He did a little bit of it too. Yo, Lil Boozy, even though he's way past that now, the mm-hmm. music he makes now, but his debut single, bro, it was a joint called Zoom. It was him and Young Jock. Yeah. yeah. And Everybody like Zoom. 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 <laughs> With the motorbike dance. Yeah. Well, no, didn't they just call it the Young Jock dance? It, they called it the motorbike. That, that even, was the even in the going down, yeah. So the, mo- oh, it's called the motorbike it, and going down. I don't think it had a name for it when it just yet. That it's going down. I just thought, I, we called it the young jock. That's what we just called it, the young jock. Nitty, that's another forgotten producer right there. Diddy? No, Nitty. Oh, Nitty on the beat. It's a Nitty beat. It's a Nitty on the beat. Nitty on the beat. But yeah, just to lead into the the next episode, um, I guess we'll 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 touch upon our. Our nightlife experiences, our young nightlife experiences, because we, we could, you know how this goes, bro. We could go either way. It'll start, like, it'll start off talking about that. And we'll end up talking about some. Yeah, some, mostly, and it'll go different. into music or whatever. Yo, but, you shout out to MTV Jams though, bro. Yes, like, dude. Channel one forty two. You were a savior back when we had no streaming playlist. Dude. And shout out to BET too. Like I spent a lot of time watching BET. I was a one hundred six in Park person. I watched mm-hmm. every episode. Rap City, The Basement mm. was classic. The booth. I actually watched Rap City, though. Bro, yeah, Big Rap, Tigger, and Rap then City. later on, Mad Links. Rap City. Uh, and then all those shows I mentioned, BET showing them all the time. Haven't watched them much 
recently. They put out the Bobby Brown story and the new edition story, which I was a big fan of. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, new edition, bro. And Bobby yeah, Brown, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, uh, that was tight. Yeah, shout out, shout out to all the programs that we watched. Shout out to the up, cable, man. shout out yeah, to the cable shout programs, to cable networks, cable networks in the early 2010s. Yes, you know, sir. Putting it down before streaming took over. <laughs> we got to get like a, a we do got to make this bracket, bro. We got to come up with like a decisive, like TV show, top five TV list. It has to be from a different, a certain era. We can't, we can't just do overall. We got, we got to do like 90s. Do like. 2000 do you like year yeah like nine yeah yeah we'll think about it yeah yeah because it's it's hard because you can't even just do 90s dude because I mean, like everything is objective do, we're going yeah, no matter what we objective. say everyone's going to have a different like, opinion for example 90s you can't do the whole 10 years dude because like some shows started like 90 and then went off air like the mid 90s and then there was some new shit that started in the late 90s and, and are, are we counting cartoons too or is that a whole nother discussion cartoons is way nother so we got like sitcoms Bro, and then cartoons yeah. right way different yeah it's a lot of good stuff coming y'all, y'all stay tuned man yeah, this is gonna be some entertaining for sure entertaining and discussions coming up so thank god we didn't end with you talking about your obsession with LMI, but anyway. LMA, bro. Stop. Get, get it right. Oh, I'm sorry. LMA. LMA. Watch your mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, we're going to end it here. Hopefully. Uh, oh, no, for sure. By for sure. Three, we will 100%. We would definitely. I will make a decisive. That's stupid. I will make a decision on what this podcast name will be it's it's you're about to throw the instagram poll once we get on the air instagram poll for sure um i can't open up instagram because yeah it always distracts me (laughs) but yeah i will come to a decision and um i will have a legitimate introduction for a podcast that has a name next time so for now for the podcast without a name i'm j-rod and I'm the Easter Bunny. Easter Bunny. It's fucking ridiculous. All right. <laughs> and we're going to keep on, uh, you know, we're going to keep on staying entertained. We'll have more stuff for y'all next time. Peace. Deuces. Later. Catch you in the next one.